welcome to the Contagion Effect Show with your hosts, Mike Ellick and Eric Mello. And there it is, Eric. Da, da, Another da, da, wonderful da, da, start to the day. Love it. Yes. Little yes. editing, little tweak. We'll, 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 I know. I need we'll to do a little I need post. To pull, uh, I need to pull that post production. I do love it though. <laughs> Super excited today, dude. Yeah. It's Michael Day. Congratulations. <laughs> Happy Michael Day. And and what other day is it? It today? is also Bipolar Day, bro. <laughs> so it's Michael Day, and so does I'm that mean? Tired of this. Does that mean I? <laughs> this is bullcrap. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, how you doing? Nice. Well, thanks for joining us on the Contagion Effect Show. Hey, go. by the way, guess what we got? We got stickers. Hit us we up. Got stickers. Those are not available on the website. They so are you'll not. Have to message. We'll have to take some they pictures not. and post them on all the social multiple, media. Multiple colors. Exactly. Multiple exactly. colors. Larges and smalls. Red, white, and blue. Rainbow. Because I like rainbow, and that's why. We have... We do have military one that's, uh, what do they call it, camouflage. Thank you. Nice, nice. One for me. All right. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm wonderful. Dude, stoked. How are you? Super excited. So much going on. Why are you excited? Well, baseball season starts next week. Okay. I'm super excited about that. Okay. You're excited about your Giants? I, I'm so, Okay, you know me, and I'm, I'm, I am a... Yes, I am a Giants fan. I am a right. baseball, baseball fan, fan. I get it. Because I will go support my nuts. I get it. Here in Modesto at Modesto. John Thurman Field, um, just as much as I'll make the trek to Pac Bell. Yes, okay. it is Pac Bell. I will yeah. never call it Oracle. Yeah, Oracle's or just weird. Whatever. The, Oracle's just weird. The telephone by the bay. Yeah. But, anyways, super excited. We get back to our roots. What's right? up, Ken, the content coach? Ken, How you doing? Thanks uh, for watching. Dude, I had to go with the. I, I had to go with the leprechaun. Um, I don't train very often at work. Two weeks late. And so um, that's okay. All right. Uh, I I had a, the, the last gentleman that I trained mm-hmm. bought me this hat. Super excited. Little leprechaun guy. Because I tell him, I go all the time, you make your own luck. Right. Like if you're lucky, you're lucky, but you make your own luck. Hard work equals luck. So I run very with true. that. I totally, I totally gig on that. Cool. Again, getting back to our roots about mm. what our podcast is about. Um, what are you drinking today, Mike? What's well, your drink wait, of wait, choice? Mm, let's uh, let's let's drink because I want to I want to talk about it a little bit later. Okay, yeah. keep it in perspective. All right, all right. So so let's get back to the roots of our <laughs> podcast. Right, it what's is. our podcast about? Our podcast, <laughs> other than being therapy for me, it's not about me because it's a we show. Uh, veterans. Veterans, bottom line, men's veterans, health, men's health, mental health, dadding. talking about talking about different things that we don't normally talk about that guys don't normally talk about. Last week we had the channel to be named later mm-hmm. on. Chris did a fabulous job, Absolutely. loved it, it was awesome. Had great conversation. Um, I felt like it was very controlled on his part. Yeah, because his his shows, there's <laughs> oh, some energy. Yeah, Man, last night he was on with Aaron Rodgers, which is one of our right, buddies. Because right. he hit his 6,000. Yeah, hit his 6,000 subscribers. I take we, we take credit for that. I apologize. <laughs> we take credit for that. Um, but no, it was awesome. But getting back to what we do here, and that's bringing awareness to veterans, men's health, um, just being able to have a platform to talk about things 
and understand that there's other dudes that are going through our stuff, other right. girls, other chicks, but mainly other humans, regardless. Humans are humans, right? Exactly. We all go through stuff. So with that, so with that said, I'm getting on. I'm getting on LinkedIn. I'm Ken's checking out about Chris. Obviously, the energy he did yeah. have the energy. Yeah, it is technically March. I don't know what that was about. Did I say April? Uh, you probably did. Next week is April 8th yeah. is when baseball starts. Yeah. yeah. So we love to support this group, the Wounded Warrior Project. You actually wear the hat yeah, quite I, a bit on which our is, show. I just washed it last night. <laughs> so it should have been worn I tonight. I should have had it today. And I literally washed it because I had to get the little the little salt ring because yeah. I'm, I'm sweaty and I'm working and I love to show it off and right. support. So I'm going through LinkedIn and I'm seeing some contacts that we have and, and uh, Nino gray, who has right. been on our on show a couple times, a couple shows, um, had liked an article that our guest, uh, was part of. And I'm like, Oh, well, let me go in and check out what this is about. So I would like to welcome to the contagion effect, Andrew Coughlin, who is the principal gifts specialist at the wounded warrior project he is joining us via the interweb live from saint augustine florida we appreciate your time thank you for staying up and not reading your kids <laughs> bed by stories <laughs> i appreciate it thank you welcome yes. yeah yeah no th thank you guys for having me i'm looking forward to our conversation so Andrew, before we get started, I mean, we we talked a little bit and talking to you before the setup. So where are you coming from tonight? Yeah. Uh, so I live in St. Augustine, Florida now. Okay. Uh, getting ready to move out west though here in a few months. I'm looking forward to that. To the Phoenix area, you said, right? Yep. That yep. is. <laughs> Make that trek west, young man. There you go. <laughs> Been told. It's and and it's going to get much drier weather. So you know you're not having to feel like. I mean, every time I went to Florida, I felt like I had to take a shower every five minutes. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's no, be a it's like huge change. Yeah. Living in a sauna to living in a oven, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Lotion. That's, that's probably lotion the way it's going to go. It's going to be. Leather skin and all that. Cold. <laughs> My aunt lived in Arizona, so I can say that. God rest her soul. But yeah, she she didn't uh, moisturize, we'll say. <laughs> so Andrew is joining us. Uh, as, as Eric said, he came across on LinkedIn and following Nino and the Wounded Warrior Project. So Andrew, you actually work for Wounded Warrior Project, right? Yeah, correct. Uh, I've been with Wounded Warrior Project a little over 11 years. I've had okay. multiple roles within the organization, but uh, currently I'm on our uh, fundraising team. I, I work with uh, major donors here in the Southeast, okay um from florida to kentucky so well and that's that's one of our that was one of our questions is your title you know you watch shows like survivor and you see all these people with these cool job titles and then we read yours on linkedin and it's principal gifts specialist and i <laughs> and i had a feeling it had something to yeah. do with fundraising Donation or something or but i love i love the job title so what exactly you know you you deal with like larger corporations or yeah. Yeah. So I work with, uh, with, with individual donors that have a high capacity, uh, to, to give. Okay. And I'll tell you what, we, we, we are very fortunate at, at Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, earlier this, I guess it was late last week, early this week, uh, we just received our largest donation in the history of the organization oh. from, uh, Mackenzie Scott. She gave us $15 million. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Unrestricted gift. So, uh, we're no putting that, wow. 
Wow. Yeah. Fifty. Like I, I can't even picture. Yeah. What, I can't even picture what a thousand dollars looks like. But <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, but you know what? One of the awesome things is it's an unrestricted gift, and that's how she gives. Um, you know, so we we chose to uh, put it towards mental health and and brain health, which is a huge need. Oh yeah, uh, for returning veterans. So. <clears throat> well, that's one of uh, Wounded Warriors' biggest like focus points is PTSD, right? I mean, Correct. really dealing yeah. with that, and and you know these these servicemen and women coming back and dealing with what they have to from from that alone yeah so so on the mtfs military treatment facility oh okay okay i did some research bro all right um so it looks like that's kind of like where you got started right like the outreach coordinator working with that so from the time that you started i'm the one that jumps around right mike's got the list of stuff to do uh, (laughs) the questions um, so from the start of that until what you do now, like just night and day, or does everything kind of step progressive into what you're doing? Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> we, when I was uh, brought on to, to wounded warrior project, I was the very first outreach coordinator in mm. Jacksonville, wow. which like, I, I think about that now and I'm like, that's pretty crazy. Cause Jacksonville is our national headquarters. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I, I mean, I was 27 years old. I had, I, I remember taking my first phone call from a guy that wanted to take a group of veterans fishing. I'm like, I don't know if I'm allowed uh, to do that. Yeah. Let's do it. But yeah, let's right. do it anyways. We'll figure it out. The yeah. Whole yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll right? get, you know, better to ask for permission <laughs> yep. or better yeah. to ask for forgiveness than permission. I know yeah. my laptop should um, be here anytime though. Oh <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, you know, so, so, you know, so as an outreach coordinator, I mean, I, I did know a little bit about everything. I did know just enough about veteran benefits, about helping warriors get jobs, about mental health, about physical health and wellness. But really, my my, my focus uh, in that job was uh, honestly just getting warriors out of their house, getting them reintegrated back into the community, getting them around each other. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of us just miss that camaraderie right. you know, that that we had in the military. So setting up events, uh, doing outreach uh, to local um, and regional uh, bases. Um, I was in the hospitals a lot. There's a large polytrauma hospital um, down in Tampa that I would spend time in, you know, and just visiting veterans bedside, um, visiting with, you know, with with their families, uh, you know, so that was kind of my, my my first position at at Wounded Warrior Project. did that for a couple of years. Um, My boss got promoted and then I got promoted. Oh, that's awesome you know, to, to manager. So now I'm managing a team. And at one point I had, I had nine outreach coordinators, um, wow. three in Jacksonville, three in Tampa, three in Miami. And, and I will tell you, like, even though our team grew, our, our workload never, <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I think our workload got, got heavier, right. um, you know? So, so now we're like, you know, I, I, the Iraq war is kind of coming to an end and, you know, Afghanistan and, and Iraq both kind of picked up it during this time. So right. we had a lot going on, yeah. um, you know, so, but our, our, our area, it was Florida and Puerto Rico. Um, mm. You know, it, and if you guys think back, I mean, it was probably five, six years ago now, that hurricane that just mm-hmm. devastated Puerto Rico, um, you know, like trying to communicate with, with guys on the Island when there's no communication, yeah, they they didn't have it for months. Yeah, no, they were no. so slow to get back up and running. It was months, or I think in some cases a year or more. Yeah, 
I, I, I bet you there's places still, still on Puerto Rico, you know, that, that, that aren't where they were. Um, just you know, crazy. so, you know, but it, it, like within those teams, you know, we, we, we get to do all the fun stuff, you know, taking warriors to, uh, sporting events and hunting and fishing and dinners and helping, you know, just, you know, just getting them back into the community. Right. But we're also dealing with a lot of the non-sexy stuff. Yeah. Suicide. The breakdowns. You know, yeah, being it, there on uh, the in, behind the scenes yeah, for guys yeah. and girls that need it. Yeah, you know, so uh, uh, domestic violence, homelessness, you know, like yeah. uh, uh, all those things that uh, are not fun. Uh, you know, there, there, there's no glamour. You know, but yeah, uh, we we were always there for them as much as we could be. Whether that's us physically and personally being there, or making sure that they're being connected to the right resources. Yeah, right. Um, and, and then about four years ago, I said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to try this fundraising thing. And I, again, zero experience. I had no idea. And I just thought somebody would write you a check and tell them thanks. And that was it. Um, but uh, working with, uh, with with some very generous, high capacity donors is uh, what I've been doing the last four years. And, and I love it. Man, That's well, awesome. to get a $15 million unrestricted <laughs> gift, holy, you're yeah. doing pretty well yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, we did sure. have, sorry, we did have um, Ken, the content coach, who's one of our. Uh, subscribers and he's he's actually yeah. he's an actual uh veteran as well yeah his wife okay. he says there that his wife and him are uh members of the mm -hmm. wounded warrior project so awesome yeah um, awesome. and they do some events so he said yeah. thank you for your work andrew that's yeah. a cat that we're gonna that's have awesome. on he, yeah. he's a great guy he he's growing both all of his pages his tiktok's going off um a guy that we've kind of communicated with a little bit uh, and like I said, you know, that this is what our podcast is about is, is the outreach and the crossover learning about people's history and, and, and what we can do to get back. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad, my dad was in the Navy, you know, and he passed away a few years ago. And so Mike and I are sitting here looking at each other, like, dude, like we can talk and we need to bring up these issues because we can sit here and BS and talk about those things. Um, and you had brought up the, the, the simple fact of it's not glamorous, right? It's yeah. the, it's the guy that's on the corner holding a sign, whatever your political view is or whatever you think that that guy is, is, or isn't, um, you know, those are the guys that we, we want, we want to talk with those guys. We want to be, Hey, listen, man, there's programs. Like if you're really a, a, a veteran, like, let me help you. Yeah. Right. And so that's kind of like, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on. This is awesome. Um, so much that we, we got to get to, um, going, yeah. I, I think that, um, with you moving out West, are you bringing anything like, are you, are you going to, are you hooking up with something with, with wounded warrior out here? Are you looking to expand that process too? Yeah, so we have a, a, a pretty. I mean, c compared to working in uh, Jacksonville in our headquarters, we you know we have a small regional office in Phoenix. Uh, we we already have you know um, a bunch of program teammates on the ground doing some of those you know pr program events I was talking about. But you know we, we have a full program office. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I I think for me, you know, the first 60, 90 days is trying just trying to figure out who they're already connected to and you know what yeah. what they're doing in the community. And then honestly, just amplifying that and that and helping spread the mission yeah. um, there in the valley. So, so uh, you're, you're going to be your position, the only person in that office at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be the only fundraising teammate in Phoenix, which is, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's exciting. Right. Uh, Cause but it's we've daunting. never had a fundraiser in that right. office. Um, right. 
there'll be a lot of work to do. I, I know that. A so. lot of cold calling, huh? I mean, I'm <laughs> sure you do that a lot right now. And uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. So, so if you don't mind, I do want to take a, a quick step back and yeah. let's, let's just go, you know, where, where'd you grow up? Uh, yeah. So I, I, I grew up in a real small tourist town in West Michigan. Okay. Um, name of the town's Ludington for any, Ludington. It, it, Ludington. You know, it, it's crazy. Like I always think it's small. I mean, it's like five to 8,000 people. Mm-hmm. I've seriously met people all over the world. I, I was in Israel 10 years ago and I mentioned that. And this guy looks at me and he's like, I bought my first car in Ludington. <laughs> <laughs> there are two car dealerships in that town. That's funny. You know, it's a real small tourist town, five to 8,000 people. Um, that's where I grew up. So what's funny is I I live in a small town that's about seven eight thousand people. We're not a tourist town, but if you <laughs> if you've eaten an almond, you've probably eaten an almond from here because we produce okay. like seventy five percent of the world's almonds, <laughs> I guess. So, nice. um, so I understand the small town. Now, what took you from you know you you grew up in the small town in in Michigan? Yep. What made you go into the service? What, yeah, what, so I was a, I, I, I'll go. no Did sorry go ahead. no. Um, yeah, so I was a senior when 9-11 happened. Oh. Um, I mean, I, I, I remember exactly where I was, what mm-hmm. I was doing, just like everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother, um, he's uh, about three years older than I am, uh, and he was already enlisted in the Air Force. Um, you know, so like, you know, my, my senior year, you know, I'm like, you know, do I go to college? Do I just get a job? Mm-hmm. 9-11 happened, and I was like, you know, that answered my question. I, I mean, I was, I was down the road recruiting station as soon as they opened back up. Um, you know, and I walked into the army recruiting office and my recruiter, Sar- staff Sergeant Jeffrey Ward, you know, <laughs> he, 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 you never forget your recruiter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I asked him, you know, what do you do? He told me infantry. I said, that's what I want to do. Um, so, yeah. So you so went I, straight boots on the ground, huh? Yep. 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 Wow. So, so did you did you look at all the other services or you just went straight to army and said I'm done? Yeah, no, I just went right into the army recruiting station and uh, you know, like I, I I even remember, you know, I must have been five or six years old when when the first Gulf War happened. Right. Um, you know, it, it and I remember like my mom forcing me to go to bed because I would like sit there and watch it at you know I, on TV on CNN or Fox or you know, whatever news station it, it, it was like, and I always had this, uh, like this, it, this like feeling inside of me of like service bigger than myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think seeing that, you know, from a, a young age, you know, growing up, I wanted to be a firefighter, you know, that that never happened. Right. Um, you know, but nine 11 happened and I was like, man, like this, this is my, this is my opportunity. So nice. that's why I enlisted. One, it's funny with that first Gulf War is all I remember is all the media coverage because there was a ton, right? Yeah. Uh, and it was just this whole shock and awe. And yeah. we talked yeah. about this. Did yeah. we talk about it last yep. week? Or, yep. Yeah, it was just everything was about shock and awe. And yep. and that's all we heard was how we're going to go in there and shock and awe them. So, <laughs> yep. And there was a point where everyone was like, gosh, stop telling what you're going to do. Exactly. Like, stop telling right. where you're no, going. That became all, a big yeah, deal. That was a big deal. Because they felt we started to feel like, you know, this was – I think this was the first like true war that we had where the media was literally on the front line. Yeah. So yeah, I could understand how you felt that way. I mean, for a kid, you know, it's like a, it's watching a, a a video game or something, right? Seeing all that, seeing all the uh, tracer fire and all that. Yep. 
Yep. That's and exactly what it was. Exactly. The trace. I mean, who doesn't want to sit there and watch? I mean, you've been in it now. I mean, it's a whole different concept yeah. living <laughs> through it. But, you know, if you're, you, you watch Tracer fire, it's one of the coolest things on the planet to watch yep. as long as yep. you're not the one being fired at. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So uh, I did want to share. So you go into the army. Um, we got we got some pictures of you that you shared there, you know, when you're a nice young man. Yeah, so right. <laughs> where where did you end up doing boot camp at? Uh, yeah, so I went to Fort Benning, Georgia. Okay. Um, it, that's where all infantrymen, Army infantrymen go to uh, basic training. Okay. Um, you know, and then I stayed there for infantry training uh, as well. And then right after that, I was shipped out to Fort Drum, New York. So way upstate New York. Um, and then, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, so I went to basic training. I, I left like November 2002, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then I was in Iraq less than a year later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Ironically, September 11th of, of 2003 is when I landed in Baghdad. The, <laughs> the, the picture on the top right is my first day in Iraq. Mm. Hey, look at look at your face, too. I mean, yeah. it was just mm. like, that's all I hear. Anybody that went to Iraq or Afghanistan, the sand was just, it was a whole different thing to ever deal oh, yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So top right was, was your first day in Iraq? Yep. Yep. And, so that's, um, so... Uh, we, we ended up making our, our, our camp or our fob, um, about 30 miles South of Baghdad in an area, uh, called the triangle of death. Um, got that name for a reason. Yeah. Uh, a lot of casualties came out of that area. Um, but the, uh, the, the, the villages, it was Iskandaria and Musaib, mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of farmland. Um, but you can, I guess you can kind of see it in the background. Uh, we, we basically lived in and around a, a, a huge power plant. Uh, yeah, which, you can. Yeah, you know, I mean, I had these huge smokestacks just blowing out black smoke all the time. So, um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was my first day, 19 years old. Wow. What an experience. <laughs> I mean, to just roll <laughs> in. I mean, think about all the things you guys went through. Yeah, yeah. yeah now, crazy. now let's go clockwise. The, the four of you sitting there, the buddies. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, I'm on the far right of, the, yep. of that picture, but, um, you know, the, the other three, uh, the, the other guy with his glasses on that, that was our team leader, Sergeant Lloyd, okay. uh, Sergeant Lloyd w- was killed, uh, July 19th of 2004. Ugh. Um, the guy right next to him, Charles Persing, and I'll get into this a little bit more later, but, uh, Charles was killed that same day as well on were July they, 19th, 2004. Were they together or separate incidents? Uh, same incident, but they weren't right next to each other. Uh, try and we can talk about this. You know, okay. I'm, I, I'm very open with my stories. Well, so, we appreciate um, that. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, I credit Charles for saving my life. Um, so you were you know, with them that day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, it, and then our other teammate there, uh, that's Adam Bouse. Uh, it, it, Adam and I, it, I actually owe him a phone call. He called me, uh, he, he, he called me Saturday and, but, hey man, I'm busy. I'll give you a call back. But I mean, uh, Adam, oh, get him on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah but, uh, it, you know, it, Adam's still one of my best friends to to this yeah. day. So that was our fire team. Well, that's a whole wow. different bond you guys you guys yeah, shared. Sure. So uh, your picture on the left. Yeah, it was just me chilling before we rolled out the gate somewhere. Are you in uh, a Humvee or in a different vehicle? Yeah, no, it's a Humvee. Okay. Uh, so. I, so like when we would go out on patrols, uh, I drove our lieutenant probably ninety nine percent of the time. 
Um, I just think <laughs> like, I, I remember the first, first mission we ever drove. He was like, you're my driver for now on. He's like, you drive like a madman. You can get us to where we need to be. Like, like I honestly just took no shit and just, you know, Hey, I mean, yeah, done. well, in those days, I mean, you, you, I mean, still to this day, you, you couldn't, you can't trust anybody driving down those roads. No, no, they're they're no. all out to, you have to think as if they're all out to get you. So no, for sure. For sure. Yep. And then, and then the top left picture. Yeah. That's uh, you know, that's me and Sergeant Lloyd and in person. So, you know, it's kind of a, uh, kind of a, a crazy picture, you know, right. both those guys are gone. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, that's just us being goofy, cheesing, you know, cheesy smiles, whatever. But, um, that picture was taken. It, if I had to guess a, a couple months, but before they were killed, um, we, we ended up moving, uh, closer to Fallujah, um, you know, fr- from our original fob mm-hmm. it, that was taken out of place. We called the rock. Uh, it, it, it doesn't show up on uh, on many uh, military documents anywhere. Um, mm. it, it, it was actually a, a, a civilian uh, Blackwater compound that we just took over. Stayed there. Yeah. It's kind of wow. like an Airbnb for us, you know. We'd stay <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure if it was civilian <laughs> ran, it probably had better, yeah. better, uh, better food, better, oh, better everything. No, they so they they, they had a private chef. Oh, um, so oh, no wow. MREs? No, no, we. We, we ate MREs and it, and our, uh, our battalion t- took our own cook. So like, it wasn't like, you know, and you have to remember this was 2003, 2004. So right. we were not eating well, that's for sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and everything you ate, you probably had sand in. Oh yeah. Yeah. From, from everything I've heard. So do you mind le- talking about July? So it's July 18, 2004, right? Yeah. yeah. Ju- ju- July 19th. 19th. Um, July 19th. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so our, our, uh, our platoon was getting ready to go out on a patrol, just a everyday, you know, presence patrol, just show presence in the village. That's mm-hmm. what we're preparing for. Um, you know, I, I remember guys prepping their gear, um, and it was middle of the day. So there was a group of us that were about to go to chow. Um, and then right after, you know, I, I, I forgot what time we we're supposed to leave for the mission, but, um, but our, our, our camp came under uh, a mortar attack. Um, and we're about 10 months into our deployment. And, you know, we, we've gone through this drill 50 times at this point, right? right. Majority of the, you know, mortar attacks, the, the mortars either fell uh, real short or, you know, just kind of flew over. But I remember, you know, the, the, the first one, we all kind of looked at each other and we're like, oh, okay. And the second mortar. So it with a mortar, there's a, a very distinct whistle and you can tell if, you know, if they're getting closer. Um, but I remember, um, you know, what, what, one of the mortars and we all just kind of looked at each other and be like, shit, like this one's the real deal. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Adam and I, um, you know, we, all of our gear was prepped. It was on the trucks already. You know, so our, our, our helmets, our, our vest, everything. Mm-hmm. So him and I ran out of the tent to go to the trucks. And, and Charles, uh person, followed behind us. And Charles wasn't going on the mission, so he had all of his gear on. Uh, Sergeant Lloyd lived in the tent right, right next to us. Uh, it, in the tents that we lived in, like if you 
you know, if you've ever watched old Vietnam movies, you know, like olive drab cloth tents, that's what we lived in. Right. So, you know, 18 to 20 guys per tent. Um, But uh, in between where we were and where we were going, that's where the mortar started hitting. Um, So the three of us jumped in a bunker and the bunker was, you know, about the size of a, you know, like a table that you would sit at with four people at a restaurant. Wasn't big, open on both ends. And, uh, you know, mortars are coming in. And then I remember Charles and I I was in between these guys. So Charles and Adam were, were on the ends and, and I remember Charles just looking at me and he had like, I, I can close my eyes and see his face where he just had this very like calm, serious, but confident, worried look. Like I know some of those words kind of, you know, mean the opposite of each mm-hmm. other, but he just had this look on his face and he told me to hold on to him. Mm-hmm. I did that. And within, you know, two seconds, a mortar round hit right, right at the opening of the bunker. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, and that's something that I live with every day, knowing the last decision that Charles ever made of his life was to save mine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, um, you know, it, it, and then from there, the, the, the mortars just kept, you know, c- coming into the camp and you're hearing screams and, um, you know, th- then our tent started on fire. Um, in, in a true military fashion, everything's dress right dress. You know, the, the, the tents are, I don't know, six, seven feet apart from each other. So the tent that we just left took a direct hit. And, it, and Sergeant Lloyd's body was re- recovered in, in the tent that, that his team just left. Mm. That's something else I, you know, I, I think about knowing. Sergeant Lloyd came to make sure his men were all right. He didn't yeah. realize, you know, that, that we already left the tent, but... Um, you know, so that day, my, my squad leader, Sergeant Adams, uh, was severely wounded. One of my other good friends, James O'Leary, who, uh, who just got back from leave the the day before, um, he was wounded. Uh, Sergeant Ramirez, the other uh, team leader of our squad was severely wounded. Um, you know, and, and during this, this whole thing, so we have incoming mortars and rockets, um, you know, there was an, I, I, I really never read the official report, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, you know, I've heard estimated 100, 150 mortars and rockets just, mm, wow. you know, came into our camp that day. Um, I mean, they, they, they had us dialed in. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the tents caught on fire and inside our, our tents, not only, you know, our, our gear, but all of our ammunition, oh. all of our mortars, our rock, I'm going to have but, right. You know, uh, hand grenades, shoulder fired rockets. Um, so you, know, all, you know, you got all these secondary explosion stuff cooking off. Um, uh, other guys in, in our company, you know, t- took shrapnel wounds and, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, and I, uh, Adam and I, you know, we, we, we left the bunker numerous times to, you know, to, to bring these guys back into safety and start first aid on them and help with the medevacs and, I mean, it was, it, it, it was, it, I mean, it, it was the craziest day of my life. I, yeah, I obviously, well. you know, a Dale, I think about, I, I think about that day every single day. Um, yeah. lucky to be here. Um, you know, and if it wasn't for, for Persing, um, you know, just that split second decision for, for him to shield me, I, I know I wouldn't be here. Yeah. One of your best friends wow. in your life. Wow. Multiple lives. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, first of all, appreciate you sharing that. I know, you know, being there and, and, and being in it, you know, you'll, you'll always have that uh, just playing in your head, you know. And I know some, some guys have a hard time, you know, processing that and stuff. So, again, appreciate yeah. you coming on and talking about that. Yeah. Um, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, man, I, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, Gosh. it's hard to go on from there because yeah. that's, that's such a, well, like, I mean, I we mean, live in our spoiled world, right? Absolutely. And, and we don't think about the things <clears throat> that everybody else uh, is going through. And, you know, Ken, yeah. I, I agree, you know, we appreciate you so much yeah, for sharing for sure. because um, you said it, you know, last week, Chris said he was an open book. Yeah. Um, we don't get to always find those because, you know, you do have those people that kind of hold up that information and yeah. because yeah. it, I mean, my dad, I, I told you he was a Vietnam veteran. We didn't, we didn't get a peep. I didn't get a peep out of him when yep. he passed away. We went through his stuff and he was a Sergeant and found out like his crew ended up, he, he was a Sergeant on a Chinook and, uh, like a gunner and yep. all that. And found out, we found an article that it looked like his whole crew they were taken off from base. Um, I, I believe it was in Vietnam and the Chinook crashed and he had got called to do something else. So another Sergeant, you know, as part of the squad went in and they all, I think 19 guys passed away in the accident. And yeah. now I see why he never shared that because that was, that was just something so big, so big to yeah. him. So, yeah. you know, and uh, so I just sent you guys some, yeah. some pictures from that day and, um, you know, like one of the things that I've that, that I've personally struggled with with the most is, is the guilt from from surviving. You know, like like I mean, why you? Yeah, right? why well, you? And, it, it, and, and for years, you know, I said I should have did that. I, I could have did that. You know, I I, I wish I would have. You know, and, yeah. Um, you know, it, it and then just the guilt of of not even taking a piece of shrapnel or you know, a, a, a little burn or, or, or something like just nothing physically happened to me. Um, you know, I, I was later diagnosed with, with a brain injury that more than likely, you know, was, was caused from, you know, a close impact from a, a, a mortar round. Right. Right. Um, I mean, mortar round IED, I, you know, whatever the explosion is, I mean, those are some of the most deafening sounds. I, I mean, just imagine, you know, you stand in there and somebody's smashing in the head with a baseball bat. Like, yeah. you know, they, that's about the only thing that I can, you know, um, think would be pretty close to the same. So, um, wow. that's, I'm, I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to pull this, see if I could pull it in somehow. Well, um, first of all, I, I want to let you know, you know, obviously you have our, our phone number and anytime you need to call and talk, you know, we're always here to listen, you know, yeah. first and yeah, foremost, um, Hey, Mark Brown, Mark Brown, eighty-eight, eighty-eight. It says hi, Ken. <laughs> hi, Ken. Right there. <laughs> um, well, while I work on that, we will we will move on. So, uh, when did you? You know, we 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 get through that. Which I mean, that I don't even know. Like, was well, your was your military <clears throat> career over after that? Uh, well, so I I still had a, a couple months left left in country. Okay, um, ironically came home september 11th of 2004 oh um, yeah that's why that's your date huh yeah 
It, it, and the only reason that, that I know that is because Michigan played Notre Dame that day. Seriously, <laughs> the only reason I, I know, I have no idea. I mean, I have no idea what the outcome of the game was, but, um, but, um, you know, so I, you know, I had a couple more months left in country. And then, uh, about, about a month or so after I came home, my, uh, I, she hates when I say this, but I always say my high school sweetheart. Oh, um, no. Uh, I wasn't hers. I, um, I mean, like I, I knew her, her name's Ashley. Um, uh, Ashley came to visit me in, in New York, um, spent the weekend in New York city. And then Tuesday we got married, you know, I was oh, like, wow. like we didn't see, we, we never dated nothing, just got married. Right. Yeah. Um, it, and then, you know, and then I was placed into a team leader position. Um, so now I'm supposed to train and lead and mentor guys. Um, and honestly, I just wasn't I, like, I wasn't the leader that, it, that these guys needed or deserved. Right. You know, so these are, our, you know, our brand new guys from basic training and I was struggling and I had no idea what was going on in, in my head. You know, I'm, I wasn't sleeping at night when I did, I was having nightmares. I hated being around people. I, like I was having some, some weird, uh, physical reactions to, to stress as well. Um, and then the, you know, I, Thankfully, um, my, my squad leader, Sergeant Adams, uh, kind of pulled me aside and he, um, told me I need to go get help. You know, so I, yeah. I, I actually, Sergeant Adams is the one that took me to my first mental health appointment. You oh, know, wow. so he uh, drove me across post, got help, uh, but then the Army found me unfit for duty. So oh. I left active yeah. duty uh, two days after my 22nd birthday. So. So did you ever, like, did you get diagnosed with the brain injury while you were in, or you no. didn't even have a clue yet? Yeah. No, I, I, I wasn't diagnosed with brain injury until years later. Wow. Um, yeah. So, you know, and it, and there's a lot of overlap between, you know, a traumatic brain injury and PTSD. A lot of, the, a lot of symptoms are, are similar and, um, you know, they're either undiagnosed, misdiagnosed or, or, or whatever, but um, you know, it, it, and when I say later on, I, I mean, it was just a few years ago, right? Like, wow. you know, I, I mean, so I've like, I, I, you know, for the last 10 years or so, I'm like, I have a pretty good quality of life, right? Like yeah. I've graduated college, I'm working, I, you know, I have a family, I've, you know, like you're functional, now, into it, you know, yeah. you know something's that? wrong, but you just don't know. Hey, yeah. look, yeah. I went through this thing and yeah, you just knew yeah. something wasn't quite right. You know, like, like I had extreme irritability. I, I mean, to the point if like, I, you know, for an example, if I was trying to screw in a light bulb, right. It, it, and it wouldn't line up. Right. I would, I would crush it in my hand and not even think about it. Right. <laughs> Snap my toothbrush. Like, like it was that quick. Like, oh, wow. you know, and, and one of the unfortunate things, you know, I have, I, I have two young children, um, you know, well, I have a teenager now, which is scary for me to think about. But <laughs> yeah. you know, it, oh, man. at the time, almost every single time that that irritability would just, you know, hit me, my girls saw it, right? And I was like, this isn't who I am, right? Yeah. And I struggled with that. So some of, some of my most embarrassing moments always happened in front of the people that I love. Um, now, thankfully, they love me, right? You yeah. know, so... Yeah. I, 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 but there's, they're still kids and they're like, yeah, they don't understand. They don't under, and they don't know what you went through. So it, it, you know, not to say it doesn't mean anything. I mean, as they get older, obviously it's going to mean a lot more, but 
when they're little, it doesn't mean anything. What you went through doesn't mean anything to them. It's how you're treating them at that moment. Yep. Not for sure. So, wow. Yeah. For the record, um, Notre Dame beat, then number eight, Michigan, 28, 20. Why, why, you know, he's from Brady, Michigan. Brady Quinn with Delaney uh, Walker, Brady Quinn and uh, Brady Delaney Edwards. Walker. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. At least one of those people made it in the NFL. Well, they all there. I'm sorry. Darius Walker. Apologize. Darius Walker. Yeah. But oh. they had Chan Henney for Michigan. Oh yeah. Chad um, Henney. Is it Braylon Edwards? Oh yeah. I have a, I have a big picture of Braylon Edwards on Braylon, my wall. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah, go. Sorry. I remember when Braylon Edwards yeah. was in Michigan. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up something real quick. I kind of want to jump around. Um, on your LinkedIn, you have a uh, the 2022 Jacksonville Wishmakers Ball. Yeah. Benefiting uh, Make-A-Wish of Central mm-hmm. Northern Florida. Yep. Um, tell me a little bit about that. What What's, you know, obviously, you know, raising funds and stuff like that. Um, but it's a it's a make a wish foundation venture, right? With yep. with the Wounded Warriors. Now, so it's uh it, it it's completely separate for, from Wounded Warrior Project. Okay. Um. So what one thing um you know it, it in my transition from the military, I have um, even though every day I work with veterans and I'm I'm very proud of my service, I've always felt like for me to completely transition to out of the military, mm-hmm. I need to ingrain myself in the community. Right. Yeah, so right. I work for, I, I, I work with veterans every day, but I always find ways to, to involve myself in other groups. Yeah. Um, so make, make a wish, um, you know, they have a local chapter here in Jacksonville. Um, and so I've, uh, <laughs> I, I, I've done a lot of crazy things over the last 10 years or so. Um, <laughs> But about eight years ago, I, I donated a bone marrow to to a sixteen year old oh. stranger. You know, wow. it, it, that was my next was, one. You know, <laughs> um, you know, so 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 obviously, sick kids. I mean, how are you going to say no to a sick kid, right, or, in their family? Um, yeah, you know. So I just um, got in contact with, with Make a Wish and um, said, "Hey, how can I be involved?" And uh, so they're planning their uh, their big black tie event. So I'm on the planning committee for it. So that's awesome. Um, no, legit, yeah. legit. If I, listen, all you people out there, uh, first of all, Ken, the contents coach said, Andrew, we can talk maybe offline, but CBD has helped him in many ways, oh, yeah. mostly with sleep. Uh, I can't sleep well for 10 years after I got out. Yeah. First of all, appreciate both of you guys, uh, your service and stuff like that. But yeah, get offline, send Ken a message. Um, he's got a good little page. I apologize. Not little. He's got a page going. <laughs> yes, Lo- I, I apologize. I know that was, that was much disrespectful. Didn't mean to disrespect, but, um, but getting back to you is you go on here and you see the volunteering mentor at St. John's County veteran treatment court, yep. uh, current initiatives, uh, centennial alumni volunteer, of the community hospice team 43, which is part of the George W or I'm sorry, George, yeah, George W. Bush. Yep. The Presidential Center, Jacksonville Service Platoon member, bone marrow donor, and advocate, and that's just you know the five or six that you list on on yep. here. Um, but I, I knew there was so much about you that I wanted to get to, um, and you know it, the epitome of of giving back to the community, like like you said at a young age, you knew you wanted to give back to your country, and yet here you are still giving back to your community. Yeah. You know, so that, that's, you know, much respect and that's awesome. You know, yeah. that's thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, I <clears throat> honestly, I, I, I think continued service is one of the 
one of the most important things for, for veterans. I, I, I mean, you know, when you're in the military, I mean, it, your identity is your uniform, right? Right. right. Day you retire, whether it's medically or, you know, you hit your 20 year mark and you're leaving on your own, you, you take that <clears throat> uniform off. But like service is ingrained in us, right? Now yeah. you just got to find a, another way to serve. And I mean, so, you know, with the, with like veterans court, like that's a way for me to stay engaged on the veteran side, but make a wish, you know, that's totally separate. Um, but with, with like current initiatives, it's a much smaller organization. We basically go rent out a laundromat for four hours. You know, and we typically go into, you know, the, the um, uh, more poverty uh, areas in town. Whoever brings their laundry in, it's free. It's on wow. us. That's We're providing awesome. soap. <laughs> we'll sit there and fold your clothes for you, bag them up, you know, whatever. It, it And that's like a crazy thing for me to think about. It, if I want to do laundry, I just throw it in my hamper and hmm. yeah. my wife magically does my laundry, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> let me clear. She does not let me do my own laundry. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, wow. I, I'll screw it up, but, you know, but, but, <laughs> you but pink underwear. Laundry <laughs> mat, I mean, one load of laundry is 10 bucks. Right. right? Yeah. Was, right. I've like, I've talked to people. They're like, you know, I haven't been able to do laundry in a month. It's either I do my laundry or my kids eat. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and you know, nowadays for, with just getting the laundry, yeah. mat, I mean, they yeah. have to ride a bike in <clears throat> the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, with, so. with all that you do, uh, you know, you, you deal with a lot that can really bring you down. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and, and I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. You know, you're, you're dealing, I mean, come on, you get a call from somebody who's going through a rough time. You don't hang up the phone and just go on with life. Yeah. Yep. And yep. if somebody thinks you do, then you're truly mistaken. Right. It, yep. it, and it takes, it takes a beating on you. And I think Nino talked about it. Yeah. That's why sure. he kind of transitioned, you know, to some different stuff to mix it up. So, yep. because you can, you can only handle so much and you went straight into Okay, well, I got my military life, and now I got to go into the civilian world. And yeah. you got to make a wish where it's literally there's. I mean, the positivity of seeing those kids smile and oh, yeah. like I, I totally get it. How do you get? I mean, is that like your therapy, or is that how do you get through all that on a daily basis? Because you're literally you're living and breathing it every day. Yeah, you know, so so part of uh, of me giving back that you know de- definitely just helps right mm-hmm. um but i've I, I also know that i need other things um no idea why because I, I i hate running but that's that's a thing that i just clear my mind um you know like yeah there, there you go. So, yeah. um you know so so running working out you know that those types of things are, are huge for me i love comedy um I, I i didn't share this but uh i you know for the for the viewers that that know Dolph Ziggler, the yeah. uh, the professional wrestler, right. uh, kind of fun. so it, him and I became uh, friends, um, and uh, he does stand up comedy. It, it and he had no idea. Uh, I, I mean, I probably shouldn't say he had no idea, but he he sends me a message a couple of years ago. He's like, "Hey man, I'm going to be in Florida. I have a comedy show. I'd love for you to come. You know, come watch basically." It, it, and I told him, I was like, I've actually always had an interest in comedy, right? <laughs> so he was down in Naples, legit comedy club, comedy show. And I was like, he's like, I'll give you five minutes. And I'm like, what? Really? Oh. <laughs> like, like, I've never done stand up comedy in my life. 
So what's up, Brian? You know, so I you know I drive from St. Augustine down to Naples, and he gave me five minutes of of comedy. I mean, I was like, I'm a one hit wonder, right? Like, never <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but you know, like that's like, too like, cool. Like, yeah, um, which you know, for for those that are familiar with Naples, I mean, it's a retirement place, right? Right. So, so like, you know, on the left side of the stage, you know, you got a table of like eight year old women, and then you got like. <laughs> you know, the, the WWE crew. And then you got <laughs> people that were probably just really there for dinner or, you know, got tickets sitting somewhere, you know? So I'm like, how am I going to make them laugh? That is, um, you know, but I, I did it. So it was nice. It, yeah. It was fun. You know? So, yeah, but you know, the, the, the serving component, you know, that's, that's part of it, you know, but, but, you know, running, working out comedy. So um, you're a prankster at home. Are What's you a that? prankster at home? A lot of dad jokes, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my girls don't think I'm funny except for my, my youngest. Uh, she, she's hilarious. Um, like, like we would laugh, like, you know, she would just say something super witty and mm-hmm. we'd bust up laughing. Right. Well, she would get embarrassed. With, she always thought we were laughing. We're like, no, you're hilarious. <laughs> uh, so like her, her and I would try some jokes on each other, but yeah that's awesome i actually met dolph ziggler uh i worked for at&t and we were at an at&t event when he uh was like the cricket spokesman okay when (laughs) when at&t first took took over cricket so he was at an event and i i got to meet him for like five minutes nice nice good dude yeah he was he was super nice but there was a line of people that wanted to talk to him so so let's talk about some of these pictures so um you know, the whole running for fun thing, and uh, I, I don't get it personally, but, <laughs> oh, you know, crazy. hey, I know every time you're probably running there, it means something for somebody else. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so the night, what's what's the night run there? Yeah, so uh, last year, uh, on July 19th, the, the, the anniversary of, uh, I, I hate the word anniversary, but the, right. the, the, the day that uh, my friends were killed, I decided that I was going to run one hour every or excuse me, I was going to run one mile every hour for 17 hours. Um, you know, so that's, yeah, that's what I did. So, uh, you know, my, I, I asked, uh, I asked my wife, I said, Hey, you want to run that, that first mile with me? You know, we're just, um, she's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, well, I'm starting at four 30 in the morning. She was like, Oh shit. That's a picture of her and I, um, you know, she she was a trooper though. I I think she ended up running like five or six uh, of the, the miles mile. with me. Oh, so, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and, you know it, it. It was cool. So I I turned it into a fundraiser for a Wounded Warrior Project. Oh. Raised uh, about fifteen thousand dollars just just out there running. Oh, <laughs> so man, um, so you ran a mile every hour for seventeen hours. For seventeen yeah. hours, did the yeah. last mile take the whole the whole hour? <laughs> no, well, so. Um, so it's kind of funny. My, my original goal was $1,500. Um, you know, it, and I said, all right, wow. as I'm approaching the, that last hour, I said, if we can get to $5,000, I'll wear a weighted vest. Uh, you know, you know, so you can see my, my vest in the picture right below yeah. that. Yep. It, it's 20 pounds. Um, so, you know, as I'm, as I'm getting ready, I hit $5,000. Like um, wow. You know, so I'm, you know, so I go throw on the vest and then, uh, uh, my, my buddy that, that lives here, he owns a, uh, a, a sports memorabilia company. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 
called Palm Beach Autographs. I'll give him a little free plug. I there guess. you go, Palm Beach. Um, but you know, like he, he's been a great friend, great supporter of pretty much everything I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows up at my house and he's like, "Hey, uh, how much have you raised?" And I'm, it's funny I get emotional about. It. I hope he's not watching. I want to know that I'm crying about <laughs> it. But uh, I was like, "Dude, I just hit five thousand dollars," and I'm like pumped about it. He's like, "My company is gonna match it." Oh wow! Like, wow! Yeah, I'm like, wow! You know, so so now I'm getting ready to go into the last mile, and I'm like, "Yeah, I just raised ten thousand dollars." Huh? And then, I mean, I mean, I was running nine, ten minute miles that all day long, right? And uh, <clears throat> I decided to 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 live stream. I guess that's what it's called, like yeah. uh, uh, like on Facebook or Instagram or or, or whatever I used and donations started coming in you know so i hit wow. $15,000 and um i mean but it was just it was amazing like like there's one of the miles i probably had you know 10 different people running with i was like forest dump awesome. you know? <laughs> like that was it was cool so that was you had mentioned palm beach autographs is that what it was called okay yeah, yeah. um so, so we will give it a plug yeah. because he has two locations technically three there's an office and two stories guy. So yeah, the Jacksonville store on the Avenues yep. Mall in Jacksonville, yep. Florida, the Wellington store, the mall at Wellington Green in Wellington, yep. Florida, and the Tampa office on West Waters Avenue. Yeah, we'll give you yep. a shout, man. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, That's awesome. he doesn't need our shout. He's already doing pretty <laughs> yeah, well. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just drop five, you know, five yeah. bands on yeah. here. So hey. no, that's awesome. Yeah, man. but he knew it was so. Well, yeah. So Andrew, was that event like? Was it something you really publicized, or was that something you kind of just did put quietly? together, ran out there? Yeah. So. So it, it honestly started real quiet right. with, with me. Right. Like, right. You know, it's like, I'm just going to do this. Um, you know, you're, I mean, for the, uh, for the four or five years, I mean, except for the COVID years, um, I, I always had a big party at my house, you know, just kind of really celebrating, uh, those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, I want to do something different this year. Uh, you know, so it was real quiet. And then honestly, it was, uh, it, it was my wife, Ashley's idea. She's like, people will come run with you, make it into a fundraiser. People will donate. Yeah. Um, so honestly it was her idea, but we threw it together in like a week, um, maybe two, uh, you know, but you know, I, I, I had to put a message out to all my neighbors. Uh, like, <laughs> there might be a crowd. like, you know, the, the, the media showed up and I didn't want people to start oh, waking up wow. at you know, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning with news trucks in front of my house. Be like, you know, somebody finally, get murdered? Like finally, finally with postal people. <laughs> you know, you know, finally went crazy. Yeah, you know, I'm just out um, here running you know. one mile per hour. Wow. For 17 hours. So, so you had 10 at the last hour, and you ended with 15. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that I mean, is it, awesome. You really caught traction as the day went, so that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Well, so the next picture down with the with the weighted vest again, and yep. you got somebody else running there with you. Yeah. So. But, uh, that's my buddy, Sean. Um, it, it's kind of funny. I, I, I knew Sean about a year before he knew me. Uh, Sean served <laughs> in the 82nd. Okay. Um, it, he got hurt in Afghanistan. You can see that he, uh, he lost his left leg. Right. Um, so, so, uh, I, I don't even know what I did for Sean and his family. Um, but, uh, I did something for him. <laughs> um, you know, when, when, when Sean was in the hospital, uh-huh. uh, up at Walter Reed, and then it, him and his wife, Brandy, came to visit Wounded Warrior Project. Uh, I wasn't in the office that day, you know, but they're walking around. 
and they stop at my cube and they're like, why does this dude have our Christmas card hanging in his cube? Oh, that's awesome. You know, and you know, it was oh. one of those Christmas cards, you know, with the, with, you know, with the family picture on right. it. Um, but um, yeah, so, so Sean's been, you know, with one of my good friends. Um, Sean's got a, a pretty crazy story too, you know, besides his service in, a, in, uh, in the army, but um, Sean worked for the, uh, it, Sean was one of the uh, strength coaches for, for the Jags. Oh. Um, a few years ago, um, it, and then left and just actually opened up his own pressure washing company um, it, it, here in Jacksonville. Uh, Wounded Warrior Project helped get his truck and his trailer all wrapped up in oh, a that's awesome. pretty sweet looking logo. And um, but yeah, so that's Sean and I just running through downtown Jacksonville's. So it, it here's the funny thing about that picture too. My vest weighed twenty pounds. Uh huh. Sean's either weighed 40 or 50. Mm. Um, you know, so there's like a, a picture of him and I running over the main street bridge, which isn't a fun bridge to run over. Is that one of the like, Jacksonville ones? Yeah. Cause there's yeah. a million bridges yeah, in Jacksonville. Yeah. 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 So, but in the picture, it looks like, like that I'm smoking them. Right. You know, I'm like, well, the dude's carrying twice the weight I am, but yeah, I didn't. Well, he's already a big boy. He, he's oh, yeah. not a small no, guy. Yeah, no, he's a big dude. So. Well, and so he he what he lose from the calf down or I can't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right below the knee. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we have we have the last one with you carrying the flag. Yep. Uh, so that was uh, uh one of the wounded warrior project carry forward runs that I did in Nashville this uh this past year. Um, you know it's an an annual event that that we do up in Nashville. It's five k, easy run. Um, easy. You know, but. Uh, so yeah, but it's, uh, you know, nights, I, man. I, I, I wore a, uh, I mean, it was 20th anniversary of nine 11. So I wore a, uh, FDNY shirt. That's and I remember, I... you know, running and it, it, and this lady or this, I mean, she was younger than I, but you know, she's like, Oh, are you a retired firefighter? And I was like, Nope, like just a t-shirt. She's like, Oh, you know, my, you know, my dad just retired from FDNY. I mean, so I was, that was kind of cool to, you know, have that little connection and moment yeah. d- during the run, but, um, and I'm so, yeah. sure he was all involved in everything that day. huh? Oh yeah. Yep. For sure. So. Uh, I hate to go back real quick. Can I get the last name <laughs> on Sean? Yeah. I didn't write it down. Yeah. It's a, I, I'll spell it out for you. Okay. It's K A R P A or P F. Sorry. Carp. Yeah. Carp. All right. So Sean and then, and then that's off. Obviously, Dolph Ziggler. Because I was looking, I'm like, that looks like Dolph Ziggler. But I was gonna wait to see because I was like, <laughs> yeah. how did he get in a picture with Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, yeah. So, so Dolph's been a, a great supporter of uh, Wounded Warrior Project. That's awesome. Um, you know, and so I was I, I was the recipient of the 2018 Courage Award. Nice, um, nice. congrats. Up in New York City, uh, and Dolph was the uh, the presenter. Um, you know, so he's the one that gave me the the, the award, but um yeah but you know that Dolph's done some pretty cool stuff with us um you know when the whole country is shut down and we're still trying to figure out how to keep warriors engaged mm-hmm. you know yeah. we do like uh oh, like, like virtual times. Q&As with, with them you know so I'd get 20 warriors on zoom and you know Dolph would mm, log in and awesome. do like a, a, a Q&A you know and like his like it's crazy his travel schedule I mean I mean they were doing shows 
Uh, well, the, during COVID, it was a little bit different, you know, because mm-hmm. they'd be in Orlando just taping with no fans. Yeah. Um, you know, but like trying to trying to match something up with his schedule was uh, was next to impossible sometimes. But <laughs> he always made it work for us. So that's awesome. That is, I mean, that is you, you love to hear when when some of these guys with that kind of notoriety are are involved in things because sometimes. Oh, yeah. We we tend to think some of them are a little self centered and worry about themselves, and to hear you know, that they're actually out there trying to make a difference, yeah. is, is absolutely yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. So I, I want to throw this out there. Let us know when when you got something going on, like reach out, reach out to us because we want to okay. help do what we can do, yeah, uh, and support. You know, that's basically what we're here for. Yeah. If it's a you know a quick interview, you know, something we can do. Whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. And and we love, I mean, if you have other <clears throat> other guys that have oh, great stories, yeah. like you, Sharon, Sean, yeah, Sean, you know, those, are, those are the people we'd love to talk to and hear their yeah, stories as well. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it, because one of our things is we talked about, you know, neither one of us were veterans, but we grew up in military households. Yeah. You know, my dad was such a proud Marine. It was, it was funny. He could watch every Korea and World War II film, but he would never watch anything to do with Vietnam. Never. Yeah. So I didn't get to hear a lot about it, uh, but he was very proud. And so what we went through when he ended up getting cancer, you know, we didn't know about all the veterans programs out there. Yeah. So my wife actually started digging in and she did an amazing job. And I I mean, we just come to find out, you know, he was part of Agent Orange. He had he already had lung cancer. So then it, it just added up. And what's funny is we and maybe not so funny, but. We interviewed our local sheriff who um, went to West Point. Yeah, and he he became you know he he went through West Point was in the, was in the service and and we asked him, hey, are you getting any of your benefits? And mm-hmm. his his answer was actually pretty interesting. <clears throat> yeah, because his answer was like, no, I don't need them, and I feel like if I get them, I'm taking away from yeah. somebody else. And we're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, even in your spot as the sheriff you are due them and you are because of your service. So don't ever, yeah. you know, don't take it for granted yeah. because our goal, like my goal is really, I want to go take those guys you see on the side of the street. Cause you wonder why, like, dude, there's so much out there for you. Why have you, and, and whether, you know, maybe some of the guys are, are lying, you know, whether they were part of service, um, maybe some of them are, they just didn't have the means or they got themselves in so much of a place that, you know, they yeah. can't. And, Yep. My whole thing, I would love to help them go get the money that that's out there for them. And yeah. then and then meet up with people like you and Wounded Warrior Project or yeah. you know, to get what get they need to get program. on their feet. So. and that was the thing with Sheriff Dirksy. Um, like he said, he goes, I'm healthy, I'm I have a great life and and we're like, No, that's that's good, that's great. Like take that and go with it. But there is a Sheriff Dirksy, there is a Jeff Dirksy plot there that's already allocated for you. You're not taken from you know, this gentleman or taken from that gentleman or something like that. Like it's already, it's already got your name on it, right? When you sign that contract to, to join, they've already put that aside for you. So you're not yep. taking from anyone else. There's so, plenty to go around. <clears throat> Thank yeah. you, Ken. Thank you. Hopefully you mean the conversation great with us. So <laughs> Thank you for Appreciate that. It. But uh, so, Andrew, we don't want to hold you. I know you said you have family there. Yeah. We don't want to hold you hostage all night. I mean, it's already We're, it's already pushing yeah. past 10 o'clock there. Yeah, we appreciate right? it so much. Yeah. And, and I mean, just everything um, real quick. I will I will go and because you did send me this. 
Um, sorry, I added in and then I removed it. So that is the scene at the July 19th. Um, 2004. Yeah, 2004 yeah. with all the yep. mortar. Um, as you can see, the tents, you know, before and, and after. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that, it, that mm. the picture, you know, in the middle or the, I guess, middle row I, on the left, that is uh, obviously before the attack. Right. The picture right next to it is from the exact same tower, you know, from mm. the exact same angle. Wow. That, that, that first pit. I mean, so you can just, you know, and yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I like, I like thinking back to this. Um, I mean, so Sergeant Lloyd and, and Persing, I, I mean, I mean, those, I think about those guys every single day, of course, yeah. and, you know, the, the, the guys that were hurt, but like how in the heck more guys, weren't hurt or, or killed in this attack just just kind of blows yeah. my and mind was sometimes. this was in fallujah or this wasn't in fallujah no, no this was south of baghdad in Iskandaria. okay south of baghdad all right yeah yeah so well andrew i i mean first off amazing stories yeah. you know obviously what happened was meant to happen because you had a greater purpose you know it's yeah, and sure. not taking away from from you know the guys you lost that day just obviously that's that's one of the things is you were you were meant to be here to bring more, you know, and and touch guys and and men and women in the service and um, show them, you know, what you've been through and that they can get through it. So uh, I know I can say it for both of us, yeah. we so appreciate you, one hundred percent. Appreciate your time, <clears throat> especially you being over on the East Coast and, yeah. and getting this done. Man, hey, but when he moves east, when he moves west, though, yeah, we could get a little man, closer. Yeah. Cut that midnight oil, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, what, hey, like I said before, you know, seriously, uh, we so appreciate you, man. I'm so thankful that I clicked on that link and and read some of your stuff and and just was. I mean, you look so professional in your picture. Not that you're professional, but I look I'm like, I'm like, damn, dude. I'm like, I'm gonna take a shot and see what happens. I'm gonna send this guy a message. You look too big time for oh, us. Oh, dude. It's I mean, a, dude. Seriously. But somebody <clears throat> told me I look like a senator from Kentucky. I, I, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, from Kentucky. I, honestly, I, love it. I sent Mike a message. Like, hey, dude. Like, so hey, I, so I'm I sent try. this guy a message. I'm gonna see what happens. I'll keep you posted. Like, I may have a guy, and then I said, and then when you when we finally corresponded, you're like. You know, um, you know, can we set something up for next week? And I'm like, okay, it's going to be that one. We're, oh, next week. Oh, next week. And you're like, hey, no, like, like seriously, man, I'm, all, I'm, I'm super excited about it. It's just, I got this going on. I'm like, hey, dude, like, okay, no problem. And I told Mike on Saturday, I'm like, dude, we got to reach out. Like, we got to get this. And then just going down through, going through, going through, going through, and having all this stuff. And, and dude, the, appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Ken uh, is Ken, in Kentucky. Ken, Ken is Ken from is Kentucky. Kentucky. That's right. <laughs> See, so you could be his you got, senator. Hey, hey, you got at least one vote, baby. You got one <laughs> <Yeah>. vote. <laughs> you got one vote. I was like, why do you guys have to be like so specific? That yeah. I was like, senator from Kentucky. Like, yeah. Senator from Kentucky now has like? the floor. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, once again, hey, thank you so much, man. Yeah. Uh, again, let us know. Like, we're, this won't be the last time you'll be on. We're, we'll definitely catch up and, and and check you out. Let us know when you get settled in in, in <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, well, and and let us know if you have any guys or girls. You know, yeah. we we would love to. We haven't sure. had any female. I know Nino. We were trying to talk to Nino about getting, um, you know, a, a female veteran on yeah. because we want them to tell their story too, right? Oh, for sure. I read an article today that that is the fastest growing veteran class right now is it the is. female veteran. It is. And that and that's a whole different brainstorm 
attitude. Yeah, like, but I, I want to hear it. I want to yeah. talk about oh, it. We, I want to. I mean, get yeah. The senator from Kentucky will help us out. Yeah, so. <laughs> and we'd love to have you on again. You know, and go through. We can talk about oh, a yeah. little bit more. You know, talk about what you're doing. Absolutely. We we're actually we would like to do an event here in our area. Like I was looking at a yeah. concert, a fundraising concert, uh, and I'm. A lot of people, I made a lot of calls two weeks ago and nobody's called me back. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, working out with, you know, maybe possibly Harley and getting a Harley donated to, uh, well, not donated, but having a raffle, you know, things yep. like that. And yeah. um, so we, we, we definitely would like to keep in touch and yeah, um, sure. appreciate you tonight. So before we go, oh, before we go, every time we have a podcast, I think every time we've done it or YouTube live. Or YouTube Live, <laughs> we um, have a drink of the episode, drink of the day. Um, it can be whatever it is, but when you do get to chill and relax, what do you like? What do you like to partake in? What adult beverage? <laughs> you know, so uh, the, the the funny, I, I was just having this conversation. I haven't had a drink in about three years. Mm, um, awesome. I've I, I have a whole cabinet full of bourbon whiskey rum for all the friends wine and- vodka tequila yeah. everything last time i got drunk i got blackout drunk oh and there's so many pictures of me hugging the toilet and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah that's probably not well, a good scene the toilet not some <laughs> random okay. guy so so we've yeah, had right. we've actually we've had i think we're we're on episode 17 yeah we've had a lot of people yep. that don't drink right yeah. so what's your what's your go do you have a soda do you have an energy drink do you have no, you know is it a, just water coffee what, what Coffee in the morning, water throughout the day. Okay. Uh, I, I, That's how I'm he can run sensitive. 17 miles. In- I know. Well, <laughs> he can run a mile, mile every, every hour. hour. That's how he yeah. gets And that's why it. we can't. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, but, uh, yeah. So, c- coffee, uh, well, d- Diet Coke in okay. a can. Yeah. I mean, that's... There, it, like, nothing hits like that, right? Yeah. I mean, mine was Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Or, or Fountain. Pepper. Do- Taco Bell Diet Pepsi is just that it hit different too. <laughs> yep. Um, but so. Ken, Ken sent Mel, is that his wife? Yeah. Okay. So we need to reach out to Ken cause Definitely. you know, his wife would be a great person. To have we're, we're, we're court. There's a little correspondence that's been going on, but we haven't kind of okay. messed up. All right. We're definitely, um, all right, Andrew. Yeah. Thank right. you so Thank much you, again. Dude. Thank man, you so we much. We so man. appreciate you. Uh, much love to you and your family and, and all the people you are, you're out there helping. Awesome. Appreciate right. it. Thank you, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. All righty. Yep. All right. Wow. Damn. Man. Dude, I'm telling you what. It's like every show's a roller coaster. Yeah, it, it, is. <laughs> it is. I know we got a lot of a lot of, you know, a, after the episode thing we got to do right now. Yeah. But uh dude, that man, that's awesome. That was that was I love the whole military family that we've found and that we that we're trying to bring on this platform because we just get connected with other people. Yeah, you know, no, it's, stories it's, on stories on stories, and and you could tell how emotional he was. Dude, one of his best friends saved his life, right? Thank you, Ken. And Thank other you people, so much. We really uh, appreciate you. Yeah, Ken. No, seriously, I'll, I'll be talking with you not tonight, but I'll, I'll be hitting you up tomorrow probably. Um, appreciate your appreciate your input, man. I, um, Maybe we can have both of you on because we want to hear all the stories. I mean, uh, yeah, whether man, it's it, separately, together, whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah, we'll definitely be reaching out though. So. Yeah, no, Mikey, that was. Thank you, brother. That was well. We got to roll into a commercial uh, we do. real quick. I know, I know. Oh, I'm hitting thank the wrong you, camera, buttons here. Polito. So we're gonna we're gonna roll into commercial and then we'll finish up with a couple things and uh, we'll go from there. Now for our sponsor, Tamara Polito with the Finance Group. 
where they're creating a future where everyone has access to the loan and home they love. Whether you're a veteran, law enforcement, a first-time home buyer, you're up or downsizing, or even if you need to just refinance, our community deserves proficiency and expertise. Better rates, faster close, welcome home. Tamara Polito, NMLS 1655776. Again, that's Tamara Polito, and her phone number is 209-204-3795. Again, 209-204-3795. All right, might have had a little issue there. So Mike got a little rambunctious with the mute buttons and actually muted the show instead of instead of our mics. So Thank you, Tamara Polito. Yes, thank if you, you need Tamara. to get a hold of her, that is 209 209- 204-3795. Team Polito. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. And and Ken, we need to get coached up on the yeah. show. At least I do, because uh, I let the technology get ahead of me that time. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. on our drink of the night, because we got to talk about our drinks. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll let that get a little ahead of us. So, um, you know, with this with this pod track I accidentally hit, I muted the actual show yeah, instead like, of our mics. I, was I like, see it rolling. I was looking. I'm like, why is there no sound? <laughs> I see it rolling. <laughs> Uh, I see you rolling, baby. You know, <laughs> yeah, live, yeah, live, live happens, happens live. live right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. So, uh, so, Mike, yes, go ahead. All right. So, uh, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago when we went down to LA, we went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Yes. And we, we completely, you know, my wife and I are both salespeople uh, at heart and, and in our jobs. And uh, <laughs> we both just got hoodwinked. I don't know the best way to say it, but we went to this Brazilian steakhouse and just literally got hoodwinked. This, this, yeah, the blue cup and the white and the clear <laughs> yeah. cup. And well, the, the guy at first, it started with water, the good and, water, and, and all the of a sudden water. he comes out with bottles. And we're looking around at all the other tables. We're like, why are our glasses clear and everybody else's is blue? Oh yeah, they're getting water from the pitcher, which never got offered to us. Yeah, and then they're getting, you know. So we go on, we go through our meal. I mean, Brazilian steakhouses already have a little bit of cost. Uh, <laughs> So then we roll into dessert and first my wife's like, well, what do you want to share? And so we, I thought we had a decision and then she goes to order and she orders something with caramel and I don't like caramel. So so it, so then everybody ended up with their, their own dessert. Then the waiter while for dessert, he's like, Hey, we have this, this Spanish liqueur. Right. And so we're like, all right. And he's like, and then you could get it with espresso. Well, I don't do coffee whatsoever. So we're like, sure, let's try it. Let's let's have some and check it out. And <laughs> I don't even know how much these cost. Well, we love the liqueur by itself. And then Jamie, actually, Eric got to have some today. The liqueur was like $18 for the bottle, but it's called Liqueur 43. Liqueur um, 43. And it's actually it's actually pretty good. I had, nah, I had it really- on some ice. It's actually, you know, it's not like a Di Serono or, yeah. you know, Amaretto. Uh, it's it's actually pretty good. So and paparazzi made it for me with the espresso, with the espresso. which I thought was phenomenal because I, I had a little bit before the mixture happened. Happened, um, liked it, didn't love it, just just me. And then with the espresso, it kind of mellowed out the espresso, but it was like almost like a creaminess because that liqueur is a little thicker. It's not like a whiskey or a brandy. And I, man, that was damn good. I'd pay 1800 bucks once for it. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what? And then we bought a bottle. I mean, yeah. we bought a, of course, we buy a bottle of wine. So, so 
So uh, what is it called again? Liqueur. Liqueur. It's called Liqueur 43. Yeah. That was pretty dang good. Dude. That's why when, when Andrew mentioned something about 43, I was like, oh, yeah. man, that's we crazy. Mentioned, that's and you know what number present. Cameron had, right? Dude was a beast. Yeah. So he was number beast. 43 in high school. Middle linebacker, yeah. fullback, running back. So mine what is. What are you drinking? This is gotta get the whole cellar maker. You better. So I. So here's the thing. You didn't, I didn't get glass. Prepare, I didn't do a glass. Mm-hmm. I. I'm that uppity that I normally don't drink. You gotta uh, turn it. Turn it. There's nothing. We didn't see the label. The light. Yeah. The, the, the light, light is. Reflection. There, Mount Nelson. Mount Nelson. This is from Cellar Maker, which Cellar uh, Maker is. <laughs> oh, Eric needs glasses. He's doing the glass look. Getting to be old. It's uh, I, I it, it's in San. I, I'm sorry. I know it's in San Francisco. I didn't mean like I didn't know where it was. I was trying to read right. what the date was. But this is a uh, 5.7. This has Nelson hops, which is a pale ale, just the hop style that they use. Um, nice. Again, I don't normally drink out of a can because I'm that uppity. But cheers, Mike. <laughs> hey, cheers to buddy. another great episode. Well, bro. I mean, our guest made it great. Yeah, no, like, that it, was... and, and and I mean. The stories. Dude. Well, and and just you don't get everybody that's willing to share them. Yeah, right. Sure, so right. we so we've really lucked that. out. We really yeah. have. I mean, we haven't had anyone that says, "Oh, hey, you know, like I don't want to talk this or talk that." And but again, like I said, you know, we, we have that that persona of, "Hey, come to our come to our platform. This is what we're about." Because nice. I always send a link. Send a link. Check. Don't just come on. Go check it out. You tell me what you think. Go watch, you know, Nino. Go watch the dad podcast. And Go now watch come the watch Airmen. Andrew. Now watch Andrew. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't even, what are we going to name this one? The volunteer? I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for Andrew, words. you're going to have to text me, man. Yeah, yeah like, I, I need, we need a nickname need or something. Nickname you know, the 43? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not sure, you know. We got, we got to ask him. <laughs> got to ask him. So, but hey, yeah, cheers. That was, Appreciate you, man. Andrew, Appreciate your hard work. Andrew, thank you, sir. So appreciated. Absolutely. And, and the emotion. And I mean, it was like talking with the woods. Like you got to see the real emotion of an event that we could, we ourselves could never understand. I mean, we could never understand what they went through or what they did here in our spoiled little world, right? Yeah, it, it's just. And, and I think, you know, we, we, we let people just tell their story and, and give them the platform and, and you know, hey, like, yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting to listen to it. I yeah. almost said funny, but it's not funny. There's nothing funny about it, but it's interesting yeah. to listen to the stories and how in-depth people want to get. And, uh, you know, it, it takes you back to that moment, you know. Right. So. Well, with that, Eric. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Have a great Appreciate night. Appreciate you.